0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, I am Minister Ginger London, thank you so much for joining us on this evening for the Ginger London Show, and so I'm excited that you are here, and I am excited that we're going to get started. I hear a little echo, I don't know what that could be coming from, so as usual with technology, you know, sometimes you have some technical difficulties, so I'm not real sure where that's coming from, but I guess we're going to try to figure that out and get that straight. All right. Let's see. if We can get that straight. Sounds like it may be straight. All right. Let's see if that is the case. So I do apologize again. Sometimes when you have um, all of these of fancy technology to get uh, audio feedback and all that kind of stuff. And so we're going to try to make sure we clear that up before we get started. So let's see if we could do that. One second. All right. I don't think I'm still hearing an echo. Maybe I am. Okay, then. I don't really know where that's coming from, but we're going to go on. So uh, welcome to uh, tonight's show. Uh, so I'm excited that you are here on tonight, and so I just want to keep going with the show. All right. So we are in the month of March where we're celebrating National Women's History Month. And so as we all normally do, this is our third year, we're doing Celebrating uh, Women. And so I'm very excited um, about that. Well, I don't know where that echo is coming from. Uh, Let's see if we can figure that out. Hold on a second. All right. Is it cleared up? Yes. No. Okay, but anyway. So we're celebrating National Women's History Month. That's gonna bother me the whole time. I don't know why that's doing that. So wait one more second. Okay. So I hope uh that all the technology is strength. So once again I'm Minister Ginger London. Welcome so much to the show where we are celebrating smart women. Um, And what we're doing is our third annual Celebrating Women series. And so this is the time of the year when we celebrate women doing greater works for um, National Women's History Month. And so this year, uh, the theme is SMART, S-M-A-R-T women. Um, And in life and business coaching, if you've ever heard it, the the acronym SMART actually means something specifically related to goal setting. And so it's the same is going to be a little true here for this year's series. We've changed it up just a little bit. When we talk about smart women, we're talking about smart. Uh, for S, we're talking about spiritual. M, motivated. A, achievers. R, resourceful. And then T, time-wise. So during this series, it's going to include. We will uh, we'll do a lot of interviews. or We will do several interviews. We'll do special radio shows. We'll also have some telecalls that are, that um, will be happening. And so for tonight's show, uh, we're going to do uh, something very special. We're going to start with the the letter S, which is spiritual. So you'll hear me on tonight. And uh, a smart woman is a spiritual woman. She knows her uh, God and understands His purpose for her life. Uh, she is. Um, If she is in the discovery uh, stage, uh, she hungers and thirsts for his righteousness and and his plans uh, for her life. And so a spiritual woman is is strong. She's dignified. She's multi-talented. She's a caring woman um, who uh, is an individual in her own right. So with all of her responsibilities, first and foremost, she looks to God. Her primary concern is God's will for her life. She uh, is a woman after God's own heart. And so tonight we're going to examine characteristics of a spiritual woman uh when a spiritual woman uh, when a woman is spiritual she becomes a role model for all of the women especially all of christian women um for um today and so we're going to open up with a passage of scripture that i really like and that is romans chapter 8 verse 6 and it says for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And so we're going to start with a word of prayer, and we're going to get right into tonight's teaching, because I know you want to hear this. And I don't want to keep you too long, because we have from now until the end of March, where we'll do telecalls and radio shows each day um, celebrating women. And so let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We just honor you on tonight. We bless your name, oh God. We're just, we're just thankful and grateful. That you've made us to do a greater work. That we've created. That we are created for a purpose, and that your purpose is being revealed to us each and every day. And for those who may be in the discovery stage, for any women who are trying to discover where they fit in, what's their life purpose, are they valuable? We pray that for the next two weeks or so, that you will speak directly to them, and they'll know that they're not a mistake. They're not here by chance. But that you have a unique, specific purpose on in the earth for them, and that if they will just surrender to you, that you will guide them in the art steps that you have for their lives. We thank you for this opportunity. I humble myself before you in the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. So amen. So again, tonight we're talking about the S, and the S is two parts. Uh, part one is tonight, we're talking about a spiritual woman, part one, and we're just going to give some basics. And then on tomorrow when we talk about um, a spiritual woman, part two, we're going to talk about how uh, God uses you um uh, uh, empowers you, rather, with spiritual gifts and how you can use your spiritual gifts um, to just not only um, bless other people but just to enlarge your own life and to live that abundant life that God created you um, to live. And so when we talk about being spiritual, one of the um, women in the Bible that I really like, and it's like um, all of the successful women in the Bible, and even those who uh, didn't do what God intended. We can still learn lessons from them. But the one that everybody seems to cling to is the Proverbs woman. You know, you, you hear women walking around saying, "I'm a Proverbs woman," and all you know, or "I'm a Proverbs thirty-one woman." And so, when we talk about the Proverbs woman and we look at her spirituality and the things that that are unique to her life and how it can be unique as as well in your life, we're looking at a woman who. Um, we should all strive to be as women. You know, she's an example of an ideal woman. It's not that you can't do it, and although she, you see some very strong traits and qualities that she has, you can very easily, you know, uh, if you're living according to the word of God, become the ideal uh, Proverbs 31 woman. So, you know, you can be a mother, you can be married, you can be single, but as a woman, you have to, You, we all have the, as women, we all have the opportunity Uh, to be successful, to be financially secure, and to run our own businesses, to be in ministry, to be a great mom, to be um, a great sister, a great aunt, you know, anything that God has purposed for our lives, we have the opportunity to do it successfully, whatever that may be. So um, as successful women, you know, we every day, you know, uh, to be kind, to give to others, uh, to take care of our bodies, to be healthy, uh, to make sure that we are in good health, as our soul prospers, the, the word of God deals with every phase of our lives. You know, nothing is left hanging in the back. the The balance trying to balance trying to figure out what we should do with it. God addresses every area of our lives, and so when we talk about that, there are some characteristics that are universal, but uh, there are some are very unique um, that, that are very unique to each woman. You know, in the in the earth. You know, so, so how you uh, go about achieving God's plan for your life as a woman is your choice, but every day you have to um, make a choice. You know, what will you do with your life? Every morning you have to ask yourself, how will I live my life today? What choices will I make today to reach my God-given potential? You know, and just like the Proverbs 31 woman, you're one of a one-of-a-kind creation from God. You've been created to do great things. You've been created for greatness. He made you exactly the way he wanted you to be. Each of, of you, as women, have a unique personality. You have unique talents. You have skills. You have strengths, and you have weaknesses. So while some women may have similar talents and strengths, uh, no two women are completely alike. Remember, the Scripture tells us that God knows us so well. All the way, He knows us all the way down to the numbers of hairs uh, on our head. But not only that, we know that we are, even though we have some characteristics that can be universal across the board, we are unique because each of us have a different fingerprint. I know we've all heard that uh, before, and we do. We all each have a different uh, fingerprint. So, uh, you know, when we talk about being a spiritual woman and we're looking at this uh, from that perspective, I want to make sure that, you know, we're not focusing on maybe some stereotype um, uh, housewife type of uh examples, you know, like, uh, you know, because things are different, you know, today, you know, there are some similarities, you know, uh, across the board, as I said, but, you know, we we'll talk about a spiritual woman, we we'll talk about the Proverbs woman, and I'm saying that we're really talking about being a spiritual woman, you know, she is a wife. You can be a wife, and what makes you a spiritual wife is if you, if you are being the wife that God has called you to be according to the word of God, you know, how are you treating your family, your children, your husband? You know, what type of personality are you portraying before them? You know, what behaviors are you um, uh, carrying out? What type of life do you live? You know, a spiritual woman can be a mother. You know, do you love your children? You know, um, or do you uh, uh, physically harm or, or, or emotionally or verbally harm your kid? You know, a spiritual woman can be an entrepreneur. She can be... Um, uh Rich in many different ways, she's successful. you know she's one of a kind, you know, so when we talk about that, you know we're not necessarily talking about the um female stereotypes, you know, maybe you're a housewife, we are not talking about just simply a housewife who does you know loads of laundry or she does dirty dishes and you know she washes the the dirty dishes, you know uh and she's just you know simply just um dedicated to the demands of her husband and her children. We're talking about a woman who knows what spiritually uh, what God wants her to do and somebody who's connected to God spiritually. You know, um we're we're not talking about just a simple uh career woman, you know, uh who can can become hardened by the struggle struggle to achieve or who's overly ambitious at work or um leaves her family behind to fend for themselves while she goes out and pursues her her business ventures. We're not talking about just a single mother who's just doing homework or just cooking and cleaning or paying bills or reading stories to the children, bathing her children. You know, we're talking about a woman who has um, an identity that is grounded in core values. She's strong. Spiritual women are strong, she's dignified, she's multi-talented, she's caring, she's wise with money, she's a good partner, and she's trustworthy. Those are core values that every woman should have in her life, especially every spiritual woman should have. Strong, dignified, multi-talented, caring, wise with money a good partner, and trustworthy. Those are the core values, especially for Christian women. People look at us to see if we have these core values and certainly any other core values that are similar to these. You know, do we truly believe what we say we believe, you know, about the word of God? Are we trying to live that God has purposed for us? to live according to his will so what are the core values of your identity you know what is it that is in the center of your being your heart where everything is is, um is stored in your heart all of your emotions your feelings what you believe your thoughts you know out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so everything in in your heart is the core of your being you know so whatever you think it comes out you know as a man thinketh in his heart so is he you know, so, you know, we have to be very careful as women that we're not just saying certain things and then living a, a different way, that we are actually that we actually have our lives uh, lining up to what we actually say, that we believe. So when we talk about a spiritual woman, we know that a spiritual woman is the one that is grounded in God's word. That's the manual for her life, you know, so as she um, um, uses the word of God for her foundation, You know, this is where she starts to build everything that she does in life, and she builds it according to the principles in God's Word. You know, uh, the principles that are shared, you know, uh, in the Word of God with us about being successful, about being a mother, about being a sister, about being uh, the Proverbs 31 woman, about being an employee on a job. It deals with all of that, about just being a woman, how to conduct ourselves, you know, what we should do, how we should dress. All of that is dealt with in the Word of God. And so a spiritual woman uses the Word of God as the manual for her life. It's the principles from the Word of God that she governs her life by, and she lives her life according to that. And so there are many principles that that we can find in the Word of God that will provide us as women with the keys to true living. That's very important. You know, sometimes we look at all of the things, all of the... um, uh, different things in media, what's going on in magazines, what's going on in social media. And now, you know, what's going on um, television and, even, you know, even as how they portray women, you know, in TV, ma- magazine, uh, all different types of media. We look at all of that, billboards, you know, posters, all of those kinds of things. And we look at that and we try to sometimes frame our lives according to what we think is popular or stylish at the time. But if you are spiritual, you're going to frame your life according to the principles of the Word of God because in the Word of God is where you get the keys to true living true successful living, true abundant living, true holy living, true spiritual living comes from the principles that are in the word of God. Everything from accepting Christ to understanding the vision or the dream that God has given you for your life is in the word of God. And so I want you to be encouraged as we go through the next two weeks, you know, because we're going to be sharing with you principles Um, biblical principles during each show, whether it's a radio show or whether it is, you have paper and pen so that you can write the principles down that's going to be shared with you because if you um, write them down and read them over and over again, you will become the runner of your life and you're going to do the things that God has purposed for you to do. So when we talk about a woman being spiritual, the first thing that – First principle that we want to share with you is that a spiritual woman starts her life or her life is grounded in prayer, period. That's communication with God. She knows how to communicate with the Father. You know, the, the Word of God says in First Thessalonians 5.17, be unceasing in prayer, you know, praying always. So, you know, successful living without prayer is like a pool without water. You know, something vital is missing in order uh, for you to get to the full potential, to get the full potential out of the pool, and that is the water. You can't swim in the in the pool when there's no water in the pool. And that, uh, you know, that vital piece is the water that's missing. So the same is true for a spiritual woman who wants to live a spiritual life and do something bigger in the earth, do something greater, to do some greater work. You can never really reach your full potential without prayer. You have to, you know, prayer has to be very, um, a very big part of your spiritual life, of your life, period, if you are a spiritual woman. I'm going to tell you, if you've ever experienced or if you ever had a dry season where you were not uh, praying, it feels different. Your life feels different. It feels stagnant. It feels empty, you know, when you're not communicating with God. You know, because I've been there. I've been to that place where I've been there's been a dry season of prayer when I wasn't praying like I should have and it's a it's a really odd feeling and it really urges you that feeling really urges you to get back into the presence of God because you feel disconnected from God when you're not praying the way that you should, when you are not going beyond the basic, you know, morning prayer that we're taught in Sunday school. We uh The evening prayer, like before you go to bed, the basics that everybody kind of prays at some point, you know, when you rush through your prayer time and you don't spend a lot of time with God in prayer, you begin to feel dry, you begin to feel disconnected. And so prayer is very essential in the life of a spiritual woman. You know, it's communicating with God one-on-one. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. You know, that means consult the Father in your life. Allow him to become so ingrained in your life that you cannot imagine life without your prayer time with God. That's when you know that you're really walking in the earth as a spiritual woman. It's when you you know that you know that you know that you cannot imagine your life without prayer time, without your prayer time with God. You will become extremely Stagnant in life and very dry. As I just said, have a very empty uh, feeling in life when you are not connected and not communicating with God. Your life depends on your relationship with God. The success of your life, the way you live your life, the uh, living the abundant life depends on your relationship with God. So a true relationship with God centers on your communication with Him. You know, a lot of times, you know, people make prayer like some kind of magical incantation, you know, when it's not, it's a simple communion with the Father who knows all, is all and has all the things already planned out for you. So prayer is all prayer is also about um, listening to and hearing from God You know, in those quiet moments of prayer Ask for direction and wait for the answer you know, give, you know, God will never steer you in the wrong direction Never steer you in the wrong direction If you feel like you're going the wrong way, it's time to stop You know, um, if you're not um, uh, uh, If you're feeling like your life is not uh, in Or you're not experiencing life the way that God wants you to experience it Then it's time to be still and wait till God moves in your life. All right, get back into prayer. So, prayer, pray about everything before, during, and after. If you, you have to make a major decision, pray about that decision when you realize you need to make it. Pray about it when you're going through the process of gathering information to uh, make the good decision. And then, when you've made it, pray again anyway. Pray some more. You know, uh, remember, you know, we, we, we. Uh, there's no real um sometimes people say you know how do you know do I need to be on my knees when I pray you know do you know do I have to bow my head when I pray you know there's no um necessary posture you we see postures in the Bible some people were out were laid out before God some people kneeled you know it's different things what is it that you feel in your spirit that you need to do at that time in, in your prayer time so if it's prostrate before God, then you do just that. If it's kneeling before God, you know, we see people go to the altar at church, they kneel at the altar, you know, some people, again, even at church, they prostrate before God. You know, whatever you need to do, whatever you feel led to do in your spirit, you know, during your prayer time, that is what you need to do. But I want to encourage you during your prayer time to get to a quiet place because um, it's very important that you don't become – Distracted by anything, phones ringing, cell phones going off, you know the alarm on the phone going off, you know the the beep on the phone to let you know you have a text message. You know, put it in another room. This is important. Go to a secluded place or uh, wherever you um, do your prayer time. But any of those things that will be that will cause you to be distracted, move them out of the room. Turn them completely off. You know, you may have heard me teach on another show during an or, or tell a seminar, You know, listen. Sometimes you have to leave a temporary voice message that says, if you are calling between the hours of 7 a.m. and 7.30, I am in my prayer time, please leave me a detailed message, and I will call you back after 7.30 as soon as I can. And then eventually people will become accustomed to that. And you know what? Unless it's something, a message that they just want to leave you, they won't call you during that time. You know, and if they have to call you during that time, they'll say, I know you're in your prayer time. Will you get a chance call me? yeah whatever 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 so sometimes you have to really um make sure that you guard your prayer time and guard that space in your prayer time so that people will not interfere some people are not doing that intentionally they don't even know you have prayer time at that time so let people know that you know there's a certain time of the day that you actually commune with the father and that you would like to not you would, you would like not to be disturbed during that time okay so remember First uh, Thessalonians chapter five verse seventeen, you know, be unceasing in prayer. You know, um, when you keep reading, it talks about those quiet prayers without uh, pretense at any time in any place. You know, so your true living, your being uh, a great woman in the earth and doing greater works in the earth is going to be will begin with prayer. Uh, it's very important. So principle number one is that um, a spiritual woman has a prayer life. You know, her life is is undergirded and filled with prayer. All right, number two, she lives by the word of God. You know, Psalm one nineteen one oh five says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. If you're a spiritual, if you're a Christian woman, imagine, you know, your life without the word of God. It's just not gonna work. You know, so imagine walking down a dark hall, you know, um, when you're walking down a dark hallway, sometimes you feel a little frustrated because you stumble on something. But, you know, but and, and the reason you stumble is because you cannot see, you know, how to get around in that dark space. So what do you do? Well, you know, what would you do in that place? Would you continue walking down the dark hall? No. sometimes I've done that. I continue walking because I was familiar with the hall, but it still was an uncomfortable feeling. You know, even though I was familiar with that place, with that house, still walking down that dark hall without a light is not a good feeling. It's not a comfortable feeling, and even though I was familiar with the the, ter- the place, you can't really navigate safely, you know, um, in darkness. right? so the Word of God says that it is a lamp to your feet and a light to your pathway. So it is through His Word that you will understand what the will of your will of God is for your life, and. It's going to be through the Word of God that you're going to discover that you can stop trying to do life your way and do it God's way, and that's what makes you an outstanding woman, and that is what empowers you to do greater work. Is because the Word of God is is what your life is, what you're living your life by. You know, you no longer when the word when you when you start um, uh, putting the Word of God in your heart and meditating and pondering on the Word of God, you no longer have to stumble through um uh, through life. You know. Uh, as if it's dark without a light You know, You would, the light. The word of God Will give you direction, it will shine a light On what you need to do, what decision you need to make Which way you need to go What turn you need to make You know, should you connect with this person Should you not connect with this person God is going to use the word of God To be a a lamp, you know, to your feet It's going to show you the way to go And it's going to show you which way to go The path that you are, that you are to take Everything that you need to know to be a, a spiritual woman is in God's word. You know there is so much positive wisdom for life in the Word of God, and all you have to do is just open up the Word of God and get into it. And I tell people all the time, you know, if you don't know where to start in the Word of God, if you don't have any study uh, materials, you know, that you can use, then I would encourage you start in uh, in the the epistle of First, Second, and Third John. Start there, and then go back to the Gospels and start. But if you really just don't know what to do with the Word of God, go to your nearest Christian bookstore, whatever city that you live in, and if you don't have one in your city, get online um, and uh, order something, uh, a study booklet that will teach you how to study the Word of God. Now, don't get, if this is your first time out, ladies, don't go and buy a 400-page book on how to study the Word of God get you something simple that is about, you know, forty, fifty pages. It's like a workbook, a little small about the you know, like taking you can put it in the palm of your hand, it's a study guide, maybe ten or twelve weeks on how to study the word of God or becoming familiar with the word of God and start there. You know, God has given us the 5 ministry in the body of Christ for the perfecting of the saint, to bring the believers to a place of maturity. So if you don't, if you have a hunger for the Word of God, but just don't know how to start or where to get started, that's what you want to do. You want to find something that will serve as a guide as you learn more about the Word of God. You know, it's okay to go buy the big study Bible, which you do need. And I tell you all the time, I love the Life Application Study Bible when it comes in different translations. But you need something to go with that that is a little not as intimidating but that you can do every day in your devotional time. You, they even have div, uh, Bible study series for women. So, you know, even go and find one that's for women. You know, that did, you know that talks about um, uh, getting into the Word of God as a woman. You know, that, or maybe that's dealing with an issue that you're facing. So if you have low self-esteem or if you're feeling, you know, insecure about yourself, go get your Bible study. Um, booklet for women that has been designed uh, like that to help you to get into the word of God so that you can build your inner man and you can become strong as a woman in your spirit because to be a spiritual woman you have to be strong spiritual women are not weak spiritual number spiritual women don't do a whole lot of whining spiritual women speak women speak with authority so in order to do that you have to get into the word of God every day so you need to set aside some time every day to allow God's word to be a light for your path. You know, take the time to read and meditate on God's word because without reading it and without meditation, um, uh, you can't do anything. But within that reading and within that meditation, the word of God, you can look for God's plan and purpose for your life. So in understanding the word, you have to be willing to take the word line upon line, precept upon precept, without, you know, all of the worldly logic, without some of the church doctrine—not all of it, just some of some of the stuff that gets in the way—and uh, even some of your own thoughts, you know. Pour all those things out and read the word for what it really says, allowing you to fill your spirit up in that empty in that area. Uh, that you just emptied within yourself to be filled with the word of God. The scripture says, Thy word, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. You can only hide your word, the word of God in your heart when you fill yourself with the word of God. And so that's very important. So earth is looking for spiritual people. And the earth, especially spiritual women, we just respond a little differently because we're such nurturers. So if you want to be a spiritual woman and you want to do greater works in the earth, you have to get into the Word of God. And you have to allow the Word of God to shape your life and to magnify your created, the created woman that's on the inside of you, that divine spiritual being that's on the inside of you. God wants her to come forward. God wants her to shine so people can see her good works. God wants that woman that He created for you to be to come forth, so that people can see that—not the one that you created, not the one that has, you know, uh, the low self-esteem, not the one that's nervous, not the one that's feeling insecure, no, the one that's empowered spiritually, the one that you pushed on the back burner, that's kind of, you know, who has spiritual gifts that are hidden, that you're not, you're not walking in in the anointing of God. God wants her to come forth so that you can live a more abundant life. So. I want to encourage you to study to show yourself approved, and you will find that God's Word has not only uh, the answer to the questions that uh, that that you may have be facing with in your life right now, but it has everything in it that you need uh, to be successful. And no matter what, whether you are a business owner, a career woman, whether you're an employee, whether you're a stay at home mom, whether you're in college going to, you know going to school, whether you're in junior college, Votech, vote you know. Uh, a, a trace school. Well, it doesn't matter what it is if you are in a line with what god has purpose for your life as a woman get into the word of god so that you can stay on track have daily quiet time and reading time for the bible every day it's very important it's most important um that you focus on living this way every day you know uh then once you've read it, you got to take action. you got to live according to the word. Don't just read it. You're going to have to do it. So spiritual principle number two for a spiritual woman is she lives by the word. Number three, her faith is powerful. When you meet a true spiritual woman, her faith is powerful. She knows how to believe God for things that um, even you would, I mean, she can believe God for you and, and and something will manifest in your life. You know, she's empowered by her faith. Her faith is powerful. You know, Luke 17, chapter 17, verse 6 says this, And the Lord answered, If you had if you had faith, even uh, like a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea.'" and it will obey you. So let me go back and walk you through that. It says, and the Lord answered, if you had faith, meaning if you had trust in God, if you had confidence in God, even like a small grain, even so, so small as a grain of mustard seed, you could say to the mulberry tree, in some translations say to the mountain, be pulled up by the root or be removed and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Okay, so depending on the translation, but you get the point. You get the point. If you had faith the size of a, a small amount of faith, you can speak to something and it will happen. All right? So you want to make sure that your faith is powerful. You know, um, uh, with faith, you have the power, you have might, you have strength to uproot a mulberry tree. You know, a mulberry tree, have you ever seen one? You know, a mulberry tree, if you've ever seen one, or even a picture of one you know, um, can grow to be anywhere from 30 to 80 feet. You know, when I I was studying, that's what I found out. They can grow to be anywhere from 30 to 80 feet in size. It has, like, really thick uh, branches and a trunk that, you know, um, that can grow uh, up to about 5 to 7 feet in circumference or bigger, you know, in the ground. Okay, so we're talking about a really big tree or a strong tree. I imagine that. How many of women how many of the women on the call tonight or listening to the show or the replay can say that you have some strong things going on in your life? You got some mulberry trees that's getting in the way of something in your life that's blocking your flow, that's blocking your success, that's blocking uh you having um a great experience in marriage, that's blocking your relationship with your children, blocking some, some opportunities on your job, you know, blocking some uh of things that you didn't believe in God for whether it's to purchase a house or maybe even a new car or even a used car. You know, how many of you sisters on the on the on the um uh, listening to the show tonight or listening to the replay can say, Hey, listen, I got some mulberry trees in my life. I got some tr- some stuff going on that has thick, thick trunks and a whole lot of branches and stuff getting in the way Well, your faith if you if you allow your faith to do what the word of God says it can do the size of a mustard seed, that means that you even have to have very, a lot of faith, just a very little amount of faith. You speak to it according to faith, and you believe without doubting, you can move those mulberry trees from whatever it is that is blocking you from getting. That's how powerful a spiritual woman is. You know, so like a lot of, uh, you know, uh, people sometimes, you know, you underestimate the power you know of the belief the power of your faith, you know we we know this because it says without faith it's impossible to be, to please God you know what that tells me that faith has a unique and special purpose in life in our lives, in your life in my life, okay, so that means that you know if it's if it's uh without it, you can't please God, that means you need it, period, you need it, and whatever God says in the word that faith can do, that's the way you that's the way you need to use your faith. If it says you can speak to the mountain and speak to it, if it says that you can believe and if you can ask for something, believe without doubting and you shall receive it, then that's what you need to do with it. You know, period, ladies. Spiritual women, uh, faith—if their faith is very powerful—and your faith can be just as powerful as theirs. So, um, spiritual principle number three is that her faith is powerful. Number four, she's a change agent. We all say that we want to be change agents. When you're walking in true spirituality, you truly are a change agent. You can speak to somebody's life and say ten words and and turn everything around in that person's life. You have to know that you know that you know that God is a desire to use you to transform another person's life, to bring change, to speak something into that person's life that's going to get some, some godly wisdom, that's going to cause them to make a decision that will change everything in their life. According to the plan and will of God Um, The gospel of John chapter 14 verse 12 says this I assure you most solemnly Solemnly I tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me, he will himself be able to do the things that I do, and he will do even greater things than these, because I go to the Father. And that's why we're celebrating women because and we're calling the theme this year Smart Women because we know that God wants you to do greater work, and he wants you to do it in a smart way. He wants you to be spiritual. He wants you to be a motivator. He wants you to be an achiever. He wants you to be resourceful, and he wants you to be time wise. Anything that God has called you to do, if you do it according to God's plan, it's going to come out great. So you are a change agent. Your faith is powerful. It's a tool, you know, for the for the spiritual Christian woman. But in order for it to work, uh, uh, for it to work its potential, you must not only believe in Christ but believe in yourself as well. Okay? You have to believe in yourself as well. In the passage of Scripture that I, that I just read, he says that you have to believe. Now you have to believe it. You have to believe it. A lot of times we have gifts and abilities and talents and we know we have those things. But sometimes you fall short in believing that whatever God has entrusted to you that you can that you can do some great things with it. you, know, you do a little bit here and there. But you don't do you don't reach your full potential sometimes because you don't believe that you are the change agent that God wants to use. You know, I remember in the passage of Scripture, Jesus did a lot of miracles, you know, during his time on the earth. But the number one thing he did, that he did, was that he changed people's lives. So everything Christ did was for the sake of glorifying the Father through life-changing experiences. Everyone who came into contact with him was never the same again. And it's the same thing for you, and it's the same thing for me. When people come into contact with us because of the gifts, abilities, and talents that God has given us, something Needs to change in that person's life after they've had an encounter with us. Period. Somebody needs to uh, be talking about what you said to them, what you what you did for them, what you know, um, what you've shown them how to do. Somebody needs to be talking about you when they after they've had an encounter with you. They need to tell others. About you as they did in the scriptures You remember the lady at the well And when Jesus ministered to her When she ran she said come see a man That told me all about myself People need to be talking about you If you're doing greater works in the earth So uh, I want to ask you a question Have you ever thought about How your faith power Could change the world around you Have you ever thought about How the faith that, that you have Can change the power behind the faith That you have To change the world around you I want you to think about that for a minute I want you to think about how you can use your faith And the power that lies uh, In it to manifest the healing power Of God in the earth today You know and that healing power we're going to see it not. We're going to see it from not just the perspective of somebody being sick. I mean, the healing power that you know all that can help somebody become. Guess what? Successful in their lives. You know, uh, the healing power that can change a person's mind, where they will think better about themselves. Whatever healing that um, that your power contains, that's what I want you to see. Whether you are um, a life coach an author, a teacher, whatever it is that, that God has purposed you to be. If you are operating in the fullness of what God has called you to do, there's healing power in your assignment, and you have to be able to see the healing power of God working through you to change lives because you are a change agent a change agent. God's will for your life is that you also change other lives because of your faith so um, I encourage you to let your presence you know just like Jesus' presence leave. No one untouched anybody that comes into contact to contact with you needs to be touched by by you one way or the other, whether you are speaking something directly into their lives, handing them something that will change their lives, praying for them, whatever it is, no one should come into your presence and not experience you. I've been there before with people have said in my presence, and guess what I didn't say one word you know. I've done that, and I've had people get on me. Why you didn't say anything? You know, people should never come into your presence when you have been spiritually empowered by God with a with a large amount of wisdom, with a spiritual gift that will blow the minds of some people. People should never come into your presence and never experience your presence, never experience you, never have their lives touched by you in one way or the other. They're not all going to receive you because they didn't all receive Jesus. Remember, some people say, hey, listen, we're going to turn around, we're going back, because this teacher right here, this is too hard for us. There are things that we tell people that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is saying speak to them, and guess what they do? They don't want to hear it, and they walk away from it. And Guess what? They end up being defeated for that moment in time because they did not listen. There are things that we tell people that they don't want to listen to. You know, oh, don't do this. No, when you're on a job, don't do this. When you go here, don't do it. Don't say that. No, 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 no. Don't do it like that. And they don't want to hear it because they want to do things their way. They do it their way, and guess what? They miss an opportunity because something happens, and it plays out just the way you told them it was going to play out. So everybody's not going to receive you, but if they come to you, don't let them leave without having experience that that gift that God has blessed um, your life. Your life with He wants you to be transformed and restored back to um, what your created purpose, and He wants you to be able to He wants to be able to use you to to change other people's lives. So I'm gonna give you two more um, spiritual principle number five is you are being transformed, and so. Even though you are spiritually uh, empowered with a lot of things, every day you are being transformed. And we've all heard this passage of scripture before, Romans 12 and 2. So I'm going to read it for me. It's coming from the Amplified Bible. So it says, do not be conformed to this world, meaning this age. Uh, uh, after, uh, Don't be uh, conformed, meaning don't be fashioned after it. Don't be adapted to it. Don't be superficial, uh, but be transformed, be changed by the renewal of your mind by meaning the entire renewal of your mind not just part of your mind by the renewal by the entire process meaning that it has to be by um um uh, by new ideas and new attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God even in the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you that's the amplified uh, version. You know, we've heard it in the King James before. So it may sound a little different than you normally hear it. But the key here is that you are being transformed. Transformation begins in your mind. Ladies, if you don't think highly of yourself, you'll never be a change agent. The faith that God, that you have will never be powerful. You, you'll never get into the Word of God like you're supposed to, and your prayer life will not be uh, a consistent prayer life. It will not be one where you're communing regularly with God on a daily basis. Transformation starts in your mind. So what kind of thoughts are you thinking today? What kind of thoughts are you thinking? Are they positive? Are they encouraging? Are they uplifting to yourself and to others? You know, uh, there is power in thoughts, and um, you must begin the transformation process by letting go of some of those negative thoughts and replacing them by uh, meditating on the things of God and what he has in store for you. That's just the bottom line. You know, a lot of times, you know, we know what we're thinking. We may not tell everybody what we're thinking, but we know what we're thinking as ladies. And our thoughts hinder us from going as far as God wants us to go and experiencing what God wants us to experience. So, again, I'm going to ask you, what kind of thoughts are you thinking? Are they positive? Are they encouraging? Are they uplifting to yourself and to others? You know, there's power in your thoughts and you must begin the transformation process by letting go of those negative thoughts and replacing them by meditating on the things of God and what he has in store for you. You cannot transform from the outside in. Transformation is from the inside out. It's an inside out process, and it all starts in the mind. So when we read that passage of scripture in Romans twelve and two, the transformation starts with the mind. So why does it start with the mind? Because that is where the enemy loves to dwell in your mind with negative thought. He puts seeds of doubt, seeds of fear, worry, and rejection in your head. You know it can go all the way back as early as your childhood, and and you know sometimes even without us realizing it, those negative thoughts carry over into our adult years, and we're we're still thinking those thoughts. You know so this means that you have to that when you come to your adult lives, you know, um, when you grow up and you become women, your lives are, you know, are filled with junk, you know. Uh before you you know, you have to be transformed. You got a whole lot of junk going on, uh in there. So when your mind is off kilter, God cannot perform his perfect work through you, um, uh, in an effective manner. Not that God is is um Uh, not able to, you know, do that. It's just that because you have some junk in the way, it doesn't flow through you uh, like uh, he wants it to. And I learned from reading a book one time, and it was really talking about preaching and being a minister, but I'm going to share with you, to be a spiritual woman, you know, when you're studying the Word of God and God is using you, that means that the Word and the will of God has to come through you without touching you. And what I mean by that is all of your emotions, your mindsets, what you think about something, your perception, or it, you know, you know the things that we do. All out of if that were me, you know, I don't believe that. You know, all of that stuff right there has to get out of the way. When God uses you to impact to uh, impact and influence someone's life, you literally have to get it has to come through you without ever touching you. And that's a challenge right there because things happen and we want to put our two cents in. You have to get your two cents out the way, and the Spirit of God has to flow through you to do that work that he wants to do in you without ever coming into contact with all of that junk that we have sometimes in our lives. All right, so the transformation work starts uh, with us, and that is why we have to be transforming the mind first. So how does the transformation happen? It happens when you replace the thoughts. Um, those negative thoughts With the thoughts of God You got to pray And you got to meditate On the Bible verses You know That's a good place to begin You have to really uh, Fill your spirit Man With the um with the, the things of God, especially the words of the Word of God, whether you you know we're going to read the scriptures, but you can also do that by listening to Christian music, listen to worship music. You know, I heard Mike Murdoch evangelist. Mike Murdoch say one time, you know, all throughout his house he has um, Christian music playing. You know, and then uh, sometimes he has scriptures that are on audio playing throughout his home. So if you if you're that kind of person and that works for you, and it it probably will work for you then, you know, have worship music play. It will help bring transformation because you know what happens when it's true worship music? You'll stop everything you're doing and your hands will be lifted and you'll be singing and praising God. And before you know it, you're in your prayer time and God is speaking to your spirit and you'll start seeing things uh, fall off of your life, fall out your mind, you know, You'll start experiencing healing in certain areas You will see that change And when you see that transformation take place in your life What will happen It will lead you towards better living mentally Better living physically Better living emotionally and spiritually You will experience a change in the way you think and act And you will begin to uh, do uh, the things that God has called you to do According to the word of God And then the principle number six the one we're going to close with, and this is part one, and on tomorrow we'll talk about spiritual gifts for the spiritual woman. Um, and again, spiritual is the first letter in smart women, but so it stands for the S. And so principle number, spiritual principle number six is she lives on purpose. We all want to do that. We want to live our lives on purpose. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, one one of my favorite scriptures, For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you There's the Lord Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace And not for evil To give you hope in your final outcome Period You know uh, I just love that passage of scripture Because a lot of times women Especially don't believe that their life has purpose And when you go to the word of God I'm telling you the word of God addresses everything There's nothing that is not covered In the word of God So your life is unfolding just as God God wants it to if you're living according to the plans of God and the word of God. So I want you to if you are, I want you to stop walking around living life in a, a haphazardous accidental zone kind of thing. You know, because life doesn't just happen to you. Life is is it has already been planned out from you for you by God we serve a purpose for God so we must live with purpose and determination so i want to encourage you to stop reacting to life events as if you are a victim um of accident or chance know that that who you are uh, know you are important and you are um, more importantly who God is in your life you are important and more importantly God who God is in your life is very important Your purpose is being revealed As you learn and as you grow through Every situation that materializes In your life as a woman You, Your purpose is being revealed And even if you know your purpose We all go to the next level And the next level And the next level The word of this, is you know Glory to glory, faith to faith. We grow all the time. We never reach the end of our purpose. So circumstances do not determine the success of your life. It doesn't determine um, the end of your life. It's just a situation or or something going on at that particular time in your life. So if you want to, you know, uh, you determine your success and how you handle every obstacle that comes uh, in your path to block you. Get into the Word of God to learn how to deal with every situation that comes into your life. So I want you to um, uh, think about, um, you know, handling your life according to the Word now. Don't, you know, um, don't just... Uh, what's the best way I can describe it? Oh, it's like, say, for example, you're going grocery shopping. You know, we hear it all the time. You know, when you think about going grocery shopping, you know, a lot of times people tell you that who are experts in those areas, they'll say something like, don't shop while you're hungry. Instead, go shopping on a full stomach. And why do they tell you that? Because if you don't, you'll end up buying stuff that you don't need for your body that will make you, you know, you know fat and unhealthy and maybe unable to perform at your best ability. So, uh, you know, what you want to do is um you want to fill your inner man or woman if you will. I'm talking about your spirit man right now. So that when um something comes up you're not hunger, you're not you know, you're not hungry for an answer to the point where you'll eat anything trying to get full. You'll use any decision making tactic to make a decision. No, feel your spirit. Feel your heart with the word of God. bill. Make your inner man strong so that when circumstances come, you already have something on the inside of you to pull from. So you're not starving for an answer. You already have an answer on the inside of you. Okay? So don't to the grocery store. Don't go to the grocery store hungry. Don't wait until a circumstances or, or a situation happen in your life and uh, and now because you're hungry, you're now trying every little thing to solve it when you should have filled your spirit with the word of God and the answer would be already in your spirit already before the um, circumstance happens. Because when you do that grocery store, shopping for groceries when you're hungry kind of thing, what happens is you end up doing something that you didn't intend on doing, spending money that you didn't intend on spending, you know, um, things, you know, making decisions that you didn't really want to make. And what happens is you don't walk purposefully, every day and if you're a spiritual woman you want to live your life on purpose god knows the plans he has for you if you don't wake up you know each and every day uh, oh, with your mind focused on this particular fact that god knows on his plans for you then you will not live purposefully and you'll miss out on so many open doors of opportunities for you especially as a woman if you don't live on purpose so i want to encourage you to remember what was taught on tonight, I want to encourage you to believe that you are a smart woman. you are a spiritual woman, you are great, you're gonna be doing greater works in the earth. I want you to stay with me for all the way until the end of march thirty first I don't want you to miss anything, but of course, there will always be replays that you can go back and replay, tell your friends, tell your other female friends who um, even if they're not struggling, if they're just you know doing great, tell them to listen. You know, so we're going to have some great interviews, some other people, ladies coming on that's going to be teaching from their area of expertise as well. So I'm Minister Ginger London. Thank you so much for joining me on tonight. I am your host for Celebrating Women, and the theme this year again is Smart Women. And so I'm excited about that. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great and wonderful evening. God bless you. <laughs>